Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back Came across some interesting articles about the bank failures Especially the Silicon Valley Bank And people are starting to blame wokeness for the failures. I think it may be a little too early to claim that or to know for sure that's what's happening. However, I find it fascinating they immediately jump to that. So I'm going to be looking at a couple of articles talking about this. I'm on businesstoday.in. I believe IN is India. The This article is dated March 12, 2023. The headline is, quote, get well, go broke. Silicon Valley Bank's top woman executive, LGBTQ activist, gets targeted for lender's failure. With over $209 billion in assets, the California-based lender was the 16th largest U.S. bank. The bank became the largest to collapse since the 2008 financial crisis. So let's go see if they can actually prove that or justify that the wokeness is what caused the bank failure. The article starts off with Silicon Valley Bank, which recently collapsed after disclosing a $1.8 billion loss, operated without a chief risk officer for almost nine months between April 2022 and January 2023. They just actually hired someone in January 2023. The bank's former head of risk, Laura Zarita, left in April 2022 and was not replaced until the hiring of Kim Olsen in January 2023. To me, that is the bigger issue is not having a chief risk officer unless someone else was tasked with the interim chief risk officer until they hired one and that person was not doing their job or they should bear the brunt of it since that was their job they were assigned that task until they could actually hire a formal one and for a large bank especially the was it the 16th largest bank yeah the 16th largest bank in the country you better have a chief risk officer at all times and when you know someone's leaving you better not take nine months to a year to bring in a new one i think that had more to do with their collapse all right back to the article however in a twist, the boss of financial risk management at SVB's UK branch, Jay Ursapa, has been accused of prioritizing pro-diversity initiatives over her actual role. While Ursapa acted as the CRO for the Silicon Valley Bank in Europe, Africa, and Middle East, she organized a range of LGBTQ plus initiatives, including a month, including a month-long pride campaign and quote safe space catch-ups for staff. First of all, I'm, I'm really, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the wokeness. I'm not a big fan of DEI. I'm not a big fan of all this different activity going into what's going on in businesses. I think they should focus on business. However, I'm, I'm wondering if this is a scapegoat. First of all, in any of these initiatives, every large company, you always have a senior VP or an executive, a C-level suite or C-suite level person overseeing or chairing the committee. I mean, that's normal. So the fact that you actually have a senior VP or someone over at, at this high of a level involved in LGBTQ plus initiatives or DEI initiatives is not unheard of. Every company does that. Now, the question would be, was this person focusing 99% of their time or 70, 80% of their time on the LGBTQ plus activities or was just, just say, hey, 
I have a meeting once a week for an hour or two with this committee to discuss initiatives and we set a course and then other people on the committee actually make things happen. But as a C-level person, I'm just overseeing it. And I think they're muddying the waters by saying because this person was even involved in it, that's they were not putting all their time and attention to risk management. And risk management was this person was for Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. The question I would have is what investments or what loans did they do failed? That caused that $1.6 or $1.8 billion loss. Was it in America? Was it in Europe, Africa, or Middle East? Was it one of this person, Jay Ursipa's domain? Was it in there? And if it wasn't there, then Jay's the one who made the mistake. Regardless of whether Jay was involved or in, included or working with some type of DEI initiative. And I think we're just trying to guilt by association here because this person was involved. Involved, that's what caused it. And like I said, every C-suite level person is somehow involved in these activities. It doesn't matter what company you're talking about, what large company. So back to the article in the past, she has also moderated the EMEA Pride Town Hall. No idea what EMEA is. And served as a panelist for the bank's global Pride Town Hall to share her experiences as a lesbian of color. Once again, how much time and effort was she spending this? If she was spending 35 to 38 hours of her work week on this, then, okay, you're not doing what you're really paid to do, which is to be risk management. However, if she was just spending maybe two to four hours a month on this, okay, we all do that. That's not the end of the world. We all have to participate or we have the opportunity to participate on activities outside our main job duties. So I'm, I'm not really seeing the fact that she was involved. I want to know how much time she was involved. Back to the article, her LinkedIn profile indicates that she's had a successful career, having worked for several high profile names in the finance sector, including Citi, Barclays, and consultancy firm Deloitte. The bank CEO, Greg Becker, credited Olson's, quote, deep and multifaceted financial services experience as a senior risk leader, regulator, and bank supervisor, indicating that such expertise is necessary for the role. Silicon Valley Bank's website states that the CRO reports to a seven-person committee made up of board members and the CEO. Once again, I mean, we're stating facts, but not proving a case. If this was a court of law and I'm sitting on a jury, I'm like, okay, you're telling me a lot of facts, but you're not proving that Jay is the person to be held accountable. It is Jay's fault. Now it may be, but no one is presenting any evidence. And I guess that's my frustration when I hear this type of stuff. It would not surprise me that they went bankrupt because they went woke and they were loaning money that were bad risks just to be politically correct. That they were loaning money to BIPOC or minority initiatives that were not sound financially, but because they wanted to be quote woke and support LGBTQ plus initiatives and not look looking at sound financial risk. That would not surprise me at all. And I'm, I think we're going to see a lot of companies start failing down in the future because they focus more on hiring people based on the color of their skin, their sex, their sexual identity, who they were having sex with, rather than the best person for that job, the most qualified person regardless of any of those other factors. And I have a feeling as we get into here, it would not surprise me to see that they were loaning money, taking risks based on ideology 
rather than good financial backing or good financial risk. Back to the article, but, but bias critics have hit out at Ursapa's apparent preoccupation with LBGTQ plus issues. Now, once again, that's just a accusation. Really, was she focused just because she talks a lot about it on her personal social media or LinkedIn page doesn't mean that she's spending 50, 60 hours a week doing her real job as a the risk officer for Europe, Asia, and Africa. We don't know. We all have hobbies outside of our work. We all have interests outside of our work. And our personal social media or our LinkedIn will reflect that. But that doesn't mean that we're not giving 100% to the job we're being paid for by the company that has hired us. Back to the article, one Facebook user, Paul Tucker, wrote, the SVB board of directors is filled with diversity hires who are there because of their woke credentials. They all have pronouns in their bios which are filled with corporate newspeak. This is what happens when you allow people to manage your money based on woke principles instead of on their actual skills and competence. I hope the depositors at this failed bank enjoy all the diversity because diversity is your strength. Hey, he signed off the with he signed off the post, get woke, go broke. Now, once again, all that may be true. I mean, I'm going to assume every one of these people are progressive. They have pronouns in their bio. So what? That does not necessarily mean that they're not doing their job. It doesn't mean that they were particularly hired as a diversity hire. Now, they may be. The question I would have is, how did they do their job? Were they actually doing their job appropriately? Now, if they were approving loans or signing off on risks based on political ideology, yes, then they're in trouble because they're not following their basic fiduciary duties by making sure we limit or control the risk that the bank has. Most banks, they will have they will have some high risk loans, but they they have a percentage offset by very low risk loans. So if they have mortgages by people with credit scores in the high 700s or high 800s, they, they will have X number of those to set off one mortgage of someone with, let's say, a 500 credit score. Now, if they're just giving out overwhelming loans to 500 credit score people because they fit a certain diversity group, then then they did not do their fiduciary duties by mitigating risk. Now, if they're giving people with 800 credit scores and it's like, yeah, and they meet a certain criteria, but they got 800 credit score, that 800 credit score is their diversity, is why they got the loan. doesn't matter what their sex is, their sexual identity, who they have sex with, how they identify, all that's irrelevant. It's that 800 credit score is what got them the loan. Back to the article, another Twitter user said, quote, head of financial risk at SVP, Jay Ursapa, might have been busy with more important projects at the bank, such as LGBTQ issues rather than risk assessing risk. Once again, that may that may be true. She may be involved, but the question is, how much time was she putting there? And I've said this before, I've seen this in every big corporation I've been in. Anytime they have any type of these type of social programs, whether it's a charity event, whether it is a minority event, a minority hiring event, they always have a sponsor, a senior VP or a C-level person. We have employee groups at my company. Every one of those employee groups has a senior VP as an advisor to that group. And that could be anything. That could be, we have LGBT employee groups. We have veterans employees groups. We have a Hispanic employees group. We have a, a working moms employee group. It doesn't matter what we have. There is a senior VP involved. So 
I'm, I'm, I'm baffled that these people are saying this without having all the details. Now, if she was spending 40, 50, 60 hours a week on these initiatives, okay, yeah, then she's not doing her job. But just the fact that she's involved doesn't mean that she is not doing her real job. Back to the article, quote, is she Vijaya Gaddy of SVB Bank? And I believe Vijaya is the person at Twitter that was, she was the derelict person deciding who gets banned and who doesn't. Her banking risk management strategy went for a toss and stocks fell from 700 to 40 and SVC SVB collapse. Now, I'm not sure exactly what they're talking about. Was she picking stocks that fell that drastically? That is what happens when the head of financial risk of a bank is concerned more about woke politics than taking care of the financial risk of the bank. Now, if she was picking these stocks based on woke ideology rather than good, strong fundamentals, I mean, for instance, I'm, I look at stocks and to me, oil companies are the ones killing it. They're the ones making money, especially as gas prices are going up. Everybody's buying fuel. Everybody's buying diesel. They're making money hand over fist and they're paying good dividends. I look at other companies and it's like Apple, you know, they're struggling fulfilling their demand. They can't have their manufacturers over in China can't produce enough phones. Well, that's going to hurt their bottom line. But that's just financial from a, a, just a basic stock looking at a financial perspective or future of a company. Now, if I pick a company because they are led by either minorities, it's a minority startup company, or it's an LGBT board of directors or CEO, and I'm picking the business just for that, that's the only reason? Yeah, that, um, maybe, I mean, it's going to be a hit or miss. The people may really know what they're doing and may really make money, but I can't pick based on the color of the skin, the sex, sexual identity, or who people are having sex with. I need to be picking on what is the financial stability of this company, and are they in an industry that's going to be driving forward to the future and going to be the next Apple or the next Microsoft or the next Tesla in 20 or 30 years. Back to the article, some also came to the rescue and talked about how greed and hyper-capitalistic mentality were the reason for the collapse of the bank and not Ursapa's gender or woke ideals. It may well be. Once again, risk, people taking undue risk could be more about greed than woke politics. And once again, what were they really investing in? Were they just doing high risk and backing people like Sam Baker Freed and FT because they thought this was going to be easy money and we're going to we're going to be able it's more basically a pyramid scheme where we're going to get at the top and we're going to make a killing and then we'll get out but we're really at the bottom and we got burned i think only time will tell very fascinating that people are immediately going to the woke portion of this it may be i would love to see what from a a financial autopsy that someone can go in, someone that does not have an, an axe to grind, doesn't have an agenda, go in and say, here's what happened. We already had people that are explaining what happened with FTX. Why did that collapse? Number one, they didn't have any really accounting system. They were running stuff off of spreadsheets. They were commingling funds that they shouldn't have. They That um, Sam Baker Freed's girlfriend's organization had a backdoor to funds, had insider trading knowledge. I mean, all this type of craziness. Like to know... Really, what happened with here? Were they picking risk based on greed or were they picking, were they making bad risks based on woke policies? And it could have been neither of them. It could have been 
the fact that a lot of this, they were involved in the in crypto organizations and maybe with crypto dropping over the past couple of years, that hurt them. I mean, there could have been so many different things going on with this. Interest rates skyrocketing could have hurt them as people pull out their money or people are unable to pay back the loans when money was basically free. And now with loans going up three, four or 5%, companies that are barely getting by may be defaulting on the loans. We which and three years ago they were quote sound investments because interest rates were low. We don't know. And I think it's you can see the politics, everybody jumping in, that that the right's jumping in saying it's because of the wokeness and the left's jumping in that this is just evil capitalism. And one side may be completely right. It could be both sides. It could be neither of them. Only time will tell. It'll be interesting to see how this turns out and if we will ever get a real analysis of what happened with SVB. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.